Luke chapter 16, verse 10. Luke 16, verse 10. Now, we're, it reminds me of, of the church and when Jesus spoke to the churches in the book of Revelation. Right? And Jesus always gave what they did well first, and then he said, hey, we got issues. Let me tell you what we do well. You guys have taken on my personality. You guys are crazy. Just like me. You guys aren't bound by any denominational thought or you guys don't have judgment against anybody. When people, when people go, man, I need to come back and I'm just nervous. I don't know how people are going to look at me. Nobody's going to look at you. And if they do tell me, I'm throwing them out. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> because we don't do that here. We don't gossip here. We don't kick people when they're down. Amen. We beat racism. Racism, we've actually conquered it. You know, another reason why I really believe this church hasn't grown really much, because I'm black. Amen. A lot of white folks, a lot of Mexican folks, I don't know if I want to follow no black guy. And I'm like, you know, because we remember Barack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've conquered that. I think that's another reason why we haven't grown. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't feel any racism out here. But my, I'm going to tell you something. My mentality and the way I am won't accept it anyway. When I walk in the room, nobody's better than me. Amen. But I'm not better than anybody else either. Amen. Right? So I tell my son all the time, hey, dude, you're not all black, you're not all Mexican, and you're not white. So just be the leader. Amen. And it won't matter. You don't care who accepts you or not. I'm always going to be the leader. Amen. Then you can be racist, but I can fire you. <laughs> so you're not going to be racist, are you? No. <laughs> so, so we beat racism, right? And, 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 and you guys are knowledgeable. I've, I've not held anything back, man. Can, has this church helped anybody's spiritual life? Amen. Anybody's? I mean, did your knowledge when, before you came compare it? What you thought you knew to what you know now? Compare it. So, so those are all great signs of a successful ministry. But here's the negative. We don't have any evangelistic urgency. I think, I think what happens is we might try to fish, but we, we struggle because people aren't responding, and, not, and then we, we kind of just reel our reel in. And let me tell you something. I had to work on people for a long time before I caught them. And the main thing is you never stop luring. If someone is someone that I really care about, you are going to know who the Lord is. Amen. There was no way... Uh, me and Kim have been brothers since for a long time. There's no way she wasn't going to know. I mean, when, when, I, when Mark got it to my heart, there's no way he was not going to know. Amen. I remember telling Rita, Rita, it's going to be okay. They're laying you off, but the Lord. Amen. I, if I love you, you're going to know. Amen. This is how I think. But we don't. You know, I, you know, we don't do any extra things here. People always ask me, well, well hey, what do you do through the week? Nothing. They're not going to come. The most important night to me, and you know, a lot of things don't really, aren't really important to me. The most important night to me is New Year's Eve. Yeah. I always spend my time with God yeah. in that transformation. That's just, I've been built, that, that's just, that's the only thing that I kind of do ceremonial. And I remember when I first started doing it, everybody would be here. But slowly it just tails off. And I got the faithful few. Everybody's got stuff to do. 
Don't want to watch the ball drop. Oh, you might be at the bar. And so, it, and so I'm realizing that we are competing with everything else now because everything happens on Sunday. We got soccer, we got karate, we got practice, we got cheer, we got all this stuff on Sundays. And I go, I get all that, but okay. I can't give that excuse to God when I stand before him, though. Amen. Everybody who's giving God an excuse in the Bible, it didn't work out. No, it didn't. Adam, why you do that? Well, it was her fault. No. Moses, why aren't you going? Well, because I can't speak. Nope. Yeah. He's not going to take excuses from us, guys. Amen. He's not, he's not going to say, well, you know, the people this and well, they didn't that. He's going to say, ah. And it's going to be too late to prove our worth then. Amen. He's not going to hear my excuses. And I'm not prepared to give him any. Amen. You know? So, so that means that, man, there's things I would love to do. There's, there's disciple things I would love to do, but your suckers aren't going to come. You just come on Sundays. So I don't do anything. I'm, I'm cool. I can go to the movies. I'm going to go see Black Adam. I don't. <laughs> Works for me. You guys won't come. I don't do no Wednesday night because you won't come. <laughs> I'm not going to be sitting here with four people. I'm going to do it. So we don't. But, but, man, at the house of God, man, it, it built a foundation of stability with us. Yes, yes. A foundation of commitment. You did not miss. I don't care what you had. Let me tell you this, and this is honest to God truth, and I'm not telling you to do this, so don't. But I am telling you this. I played sports all my life, all my childhood through high school I played something. And my mom always supported me, even though we didn't have a lot of money, she still supported me. And let me tell you something. If I had some games on Sunday, my mom would say, you ain't playing. No wonder both of her sons are pastors. No, I'm not telling you to take your kids out of everything. No, I'm not telling you that. But I'm telling you, before you make decisions, find out what you're doing. Find out if it's going to take you away too much, you know what I mean? Because this is what happens. People who leave here because they have to, they always go, man, I, I wish I was there. I can't find a church. Not the one like, like that one. Not nobody who teaches like that or not know how the people love like that. But we got other stuff to do. We're we becoming just, you know, so much like the world. We got, we got a lack of consistency. That's, he would say that about us. And, 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 and I'm saying, guys, this is our moment. This is our moment. This is, a, this is our running to the road, which way we're going to go moment. I know which way I'm going. Because I, I you know, I got not, I'm like Richie Gere, and officer and gentleman. I got no place to go. God, I'm going to always do what you say because I know you will always take care of me. I live a good life, man. It's up to us. What did I say, Auntie? Luke 16.10. Luke 16.10, come on. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Now, whoever can be trusted with just a little bit, for everybody who's struggling, also can, you know, you, 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 you can also be trusted when I give you more. But whoever is dishonest or untrustworthy with the little that I give you, don't ever expect anything. 
And when people go, man, we are really struggling, I go, okay, that's fine. We can pray because sometimes life just goes like that, right? You're doing well, then bam, something may happen or whatever. And, and, I, and I'm saying, but the first thing I always ask, though, is how's your giving? Mm-hmm. And see, churches have done it so wrong that when you ask that now, people get offended because they think you want their money. I'm not asking for your money. How many times have I stood up here and said, I don't want your money? Countless times. Now, Sam wants your money. Because <laughs> Sam's the one judge, and we got the perfect miser to run the money, I'm telling you. And Sam has saved us thousands of dollars. Yes. Sam has saved us so much money because he likes to argue. <laughs> so Sam will negotiate anybody, man. He's gotten us less money on heat bills. He got us money back. From utilities, you got some money back. <laughs> Sam, you're good. But if you are struggling, let me tell you something. Here's one of your issues. You're eating your seed. Amen. God says, I give seed to the sower. What is seed? What you make? Where does it come from? Well, it comes from my job. And wrong answer. Amen. It comes from the Lord. Amen. So he says, listen, I'm reasonable. You just give me this and you keep the rest. Mm-hmm. And then what we're doing, oh, man, remember this for you guys that was here? Beginning of the year, as soon as New Year's hit, I said, listen, it's going to be a year of provision, guys. Amen. God is going to provide for you. And I, and I didn't even want to say that because I'm thinking, Lord, this is not right. Nothing's wrong. The, the, the inflation wasn't up. Gas wasn't $5. I mean, I was like, why am I saying that? And the Lord was like, no, tell them. This year, I will provide for them. Everybody remember that? Look at us. Because God knows this. Whenever it gets tight, you know what's the first thing you're going to take away from? Him. Mm -hmm. The one who gives it to you, you're going to take that back. You know you are. Because you're going to go, well, my light bill went up $30. Everything is up. And man, it's amazing how I still got the money to pay it. Mm-hmm. I don't even blink. I just made another deal. I just got another pile of money dropped on me. I don't even blink. God is just taking care of me. He just goes, hey, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes. I'm saying he's got you too if you're faithful over just what he's giving you now. Mm-hmm. And if you've been struggling for 10 years, I'm going to go on a limb. You're not faithful. And if someone thinks, what is my $30 going to do? A lot. Amen. When it's consistent. Because we got consistency, then we know where we are. We know what levels to set and all that. I'm not dropping anymore. Don't make me go free agent. <laughs> I'm willing to take one for the team. I'll take another one for the team, but I'm not dropping anymore. Amen. So we got to decide, can you guys afford me? I don't, I'm very affordable. <laughs> so it's like man it's just consistency guys yes and when it comes down to if you're not consistent that's what that whole phrase be trusted then god says no nah, i can't trust you i'm not going to give you anymore so what happens he supplies your need because god says i'll always supply your need but that's all you will have supplied you will never have more amen i can't trust you mm-hmm Oh, that's how it works. Yeah. 
So, so how come you're not, how come you don't hit rock bottom or how come you just scrape by? Because God supplies your need. Amen. But he ain't going to give you anything extra. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I know your Nike is getting stepped on. <laughs> kids make me feel good. I'm like, man, that's, you know, that's so sweet. I love the kids. I don't want to leave the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Auntie, where are we going? Come on. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, yeah. who will trust you with true riches? So if I can't trust you to handle this little stuff called money, I can't trust you with any gifts. I can't expand your talents. I, I can't rise you up to a level of anything. Because I can't even trust you with something that doesn't matter like money. I can't, I, won't, I can't build your ministry. I can't trust you. Well, I know why God has built my ministry? Because he can trust me. I've proven it. Amen. I've been trusting God for a long time. I've had, my life's been a lot of ebbs and flows, and yet I still stand. Is that because Ken is impressive? No. It's because I've proven that I'm trustworthy. Amen. So God says, I'm going to look out for you, dude. Okay, God, I need you. Need you. So a lot of the times we don't reach our potential because God can't trust, trust us to get, when you get there, you might use it for other reasons. When you get there, you might use it for your own glory. When you get there, you might not be able to, I might not be able to sing you and do what I really want to do because you will take over and you'll start deciding everything. So I'm not going to bring you up because I can't even trust you with $100. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Auntie, come on. And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your and own? And so if you won't take care of my house, what do you want me to do for you? You won't even take care of my house. I, I, I'm never going to give you much. And I'm thinking, man, you know what? Our name I'm like, Lord, why you give me that goofy name? We should have been like Faith Tabernacle. Our mother of the Mary of the third letter. <laughs> we should have been like uh, 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 the Riverboat Church or the Steeple Church. I was in this town, I saw a church, and it was called the Blue Roof Church. And on the sign, we were going down the road, it said the Blue Roof Church. We got to the church, the roof was blue. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that. Uh, what are you going to name it? Blue Roof. I'm like, Blue Roof? That's the odd name. We get there to the church, the roof was blue. I'm like, oh! <laughs> Should have named us something, the Western Street Church or something like that. Because full potential, man, it's a fight to get to your potential. Amen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's, it's a dying process to get to your potential. It's, it's a lot of sacrifice to get to your potential. It's, come on, come on. Amen. It's a lot of pain involved to get to your potential. Because, see, potential is never known. You guys don't know your potential. It's always recognized. Amen. So God says, listen, I'm going to show you the potential of this church. And I go, wow, that's crazy. What are we going to do with all these kids? We can't, we can't store all these kids here. Yeah, that's your potential. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. They're parking on the grass. I know, that's your potential. Wait a minute, if they come late, 
we had to put chairs out in the foyer because there was nowhere to sit. And I'm like, he's like, that's your potential. I'm like, Lord, we've been here for 20, since 2010. It's 2022. So what is that? Well, because you haven't done it. Don't look at me. I just showed you your potential. And I've always put potential inside to reproduce. God says everything reproduces after this kind. I can teach Bible, man. Yes, you can. Amen. He says, so what does he do? He puts seed inside of everything. So if you open something up, it's a seed in it, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. he puts potential to reproduce inside of everything before it produces. And then he, gets, he begins to nurture it, and then it produces. You can plant a seed, and it turns into something. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast. You take a little piece, you put it in something, it expands. The kingdom of heaven starts off small like a mustard seed. You plant it, and it grows so much so that birds come and nest in it. Yes. So what, we, what we're telling the Lord is, God, that's not true. Because people live too far because they won't come when we ask them because we're not, you know, we don't do bounce houses, we don't hand out hot dogs because we don't do Winterfest because we don't do candy giveaways. And I'm going, you guys prepared to stand up in front of the Lord with that? Adam tried that. Moses tried that. You guys, you guys prepared to do that? The Bible says that many are the way, I mean, I mean, I mean, many, the road of destruction has many on it, and only a few find true righteousness. And he says, many will say, I did these things in your name, and he's going, I don't know how much many is, but it's more than half. I'm going to say, we did all this for you, and he's going to say, no, you didn't. Word churches are struggling now. Amen. Entertainment houses are flourishing. It's like, and what they're doing, they're not really building the kingdom. They're just transferring. They're just handing out transfers. Remember the old bus? You had to get a transfer to get on the next bus. Uh-huh. They're just handing out transfers. You don't like it there? Come here. You don't like it there? Come here. The kingdom's not really expanding. But it's a great social event. Mm-hmm. If we had a heavy group of teenagers here, we have a ton of teenagers here. because They just like to come visit with teenagers. See, I I chose to do this the old-fashioned way. This is what I believe. That we don't have to be religious. That we can make a difference in somebody's life just because they know us. And the first church that grew in the book of Acts, you know why it grew? It wasn't because they bought people to hear great preaching or they begged people to come to the synagogue. You know how it grew? The people watched their lives and said, I want to be like you. Amen. I want to be a part of that. Whatever you into, I want in. Yes. So what's our potential? Sky. Amen. Is it up to you, Keenan? No. Because I've left it all on the field. I've man, fourth quarter, the, the gun goes off. I gave it everything I had, man. I never held anything back, whether it was uh, uh, 150 or whether it was seven. I, 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 I'm going to teach Bible, man. I, I'll teach Bible no matter what. I don't care. So God says, no, you're good. We're going to see what they got. And if they want to stand with you and they want to help you grow this thing, then your vision will come true. If it don't, I'm about the kingdom.
okay. So what is this, an ultimatum? No. Am I quitting tomorrow? No. What I'm saying is, though, can we just do what we do? Know what we do? We serve the Lord. Know what we do? We stand together. Know what we do? We keep all stupidness out of it. If you're going to be stupid, and if I'm hurting your feelings, leave. Leave. I'm speaking to a mature, trained crowd. There's two types of Christians, trained and untrained. Mm -hmm. This congregation is trained. So if this steps on your shoes, I'm talking to you. Now, if you're going, man, Kenny, you're right. Okay. Can we carry on? Can we crack on? Can we make a difference? Can we teach Bible? Can we love people? Can we make a difference out there? Can we grow this place? Can we maintain it without a hiccup? Can we, can we put stack just money in the bank so we can really help somebody if something happens? I put money up in case one of you just had a bad situation. We're not going to just pray. We'll bail you out. Amen. That's why we put that money up. And you telling me we eating that, that to do day to day? When have we ever had to do that? Well, we got to do it now. No, we're not. Because I don't ask them for their money. I'm not making them give. They just give, don't they? Well, usually. What? Okay, drop my money. I'm good. I got money. But I'm not going any farther. Can you guys afford me? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I'm reasonable. I'm excited. Amen. I really am. I'm not sad. I'm not down. I'm not beating us up. I'm not saying we're losing. I said we've been here since 2010. We've already won. Most churches don't last three years. Amen. Three to five. That's it. We've already won. We've already we've done. So what we have to find out is, Lord, what's next? I mean, am I done, or you want me to? Where, where, where are we going next? I got my son, his mom, my girls, my family. I, you know, my, what are we going to do next? What do you want me to do? Tell me what you want me to do. What's my next assignment? I don't know. But I really believe we're not finished. Amen. Now, that's my belief. What's yours? So everybody's important. In closing, I keep telling you, all of you are important. Every last one of you. And when you're not here, you're still here. Because if the Lord blessed you that week, you got to please still bless the place. And we will be fine. We're not broke. Everybody say amen now. Is is that too much? Am I asking too much for what God does for you? Am I? Don't get me riled. (laughs) Am I? Oh, am I asking for something beyond what you can do? I'm a wild man. You know why? Because I'm so thankful that God saved my life. Amen. Amen. He saved me, man. He really did. I'm so thankful that man, the man he made now, and the man I was before him, the man I was before him was on a road to destruction. The man he made now is okay. He's not perfect, and oh boy, does he get on God's nerves. But man, I'm sold out. Amen. 
which means that I have been faithful over every little thing you put into my hand. I've been faithful over this little church in this little town that I don't even like. I've been faithful to stay in a state that's cold. I've been faithful to give up everything I had to give up to keep this thing running. And then God goes, I know I took record of all that. You're good. Now, let's see what everybody else has got. Okay. If you call this place home, just be faithful. That's all I need you to do. And we'll be fine. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Come on, I'm tired. Hallelujah. 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 I'm not giving God no excuses. Don't, don't get an excuse-making business, man. Amen. Well, it's this. Well, it's that. It's this. Look, read the Bible. It never works. It never works with God. He just doesn't care. He just, okay, whatever. So what you're telling me is the things I'm telling you, it doesn't work. What you're telling me, the kingdom doesn't work. What you're telling me is all of a sudden, because of the world is so different, that my word does not work. It's outdated. It's a different century now. It doesn't matter anymore. Now, what you telling me? I'm not telling them now. I'm scared. But I am ever so thankful for what he's done in my life. And I can stand before the Lord and say, Lord, there's a lot of people whose life I affected. And I'm still nervous. Was that okay? And then I saw the stat that 90% of Christians have never reached anybody. 90%? You mean 10% of the people are only doing work? The harvest is right, but there's no laborers. You want to stand before the Lord and give them reasons? Go ahead. I'm not prepared to do that. You want to stand before the Lord and give them reasons why this church didn't flourish like he planned on it? Go ahead. I'm not willing to do that. So I'm saying in Jesus' name, can we just do what we do and what we've been doing for years, but do it better? And we'll be fine. Everybody say amen to that. Is anybody mad? You sure? Don't talk about mad. I should be mad. Because that means you're lying to me every Sunday. When you guys go, whoa, Pastor, you're lying to me. Tired of people lying to me. When I give them everything, they lie to me. Tell me they love me. Tell me they care. But really, they just want to what they can get from me. They just want to use me. Then don't clap. Mark, don't do that anymore. Because that's not how you show your love for me. You show your love for me by just being invested. Angry. Oh, boy. Should I be angry? Yeah. But I'm driven by something else. And the love of God is in my heart, man. And I love you more than you know. But I'm not sacrificing 
another thing. I got no blood left to give. Mike, come on up and pray. Chris, come on up and do communion.